Well, it was quite an eventful weekend for the Phillies as they end up taking two of three down in Miami. This is Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 15th as we come off a successful weekend of baseball in Miami, though at times it certainly didn't feel successful. Certainly a up and down and then up again weekend down in Miami. Ultimately, you'll take any series you can go in and win, and the Phillies win the series taking two or three against Miami uh, on Friday night. Jake Arrieta gets his 100th win, certainly uh, probably the best uh, pitching performance of the season for the Phillies, along with uh, what Zach Eflin had done until Saturday when Eflin just gets murdered. The Phillies just get beat to a pulp. And then on Sunday, yesterday, just a thrilling 14-inning, 3-1 to victory. Gene Segura, the hero of the day, as the Phillies improved to 9-5 and on the season. A very up-and-down weekend. A 9-1 win, a 10-3 loss, and then a 3-1 win. Certainly... Uh, up and down we'll dive into it all as the Phillies continue their 17 day stretch straight of baseball they're only three days into it they will continue it at home against the New York Mets the Phillies return to Citizens Bank Park that should be awesome as the Mets have been playing good baseball the Braves all those teams at the top of the division have been fighting it out and uh, it will be fun to see the Mets come into town luckily the Phillies missed DeGrom this time around, which is a uh, a big win anytime you can get it. As uh, Either way, we'll dive into this upcoming series. Look at the Mets as they are currently comprised, playing good baseball. But before then, a chronicling of the weekend that was as the Phillies coming off that horrendous showing against Washington in the 15-1 to debacle. And obviously the night before losing the Two outs, two strikes, top of the ninth game, the Victor Robles game, we'll call it. Wanted to see the Phillies bounce back in Miami against a team they are just simply better than. And we certainly saw that on Friday night as the Phillies came out ready to erase the past few days of Phillies baseball. Much needed off day on Thursday. Prior to that is, of course, 17 straight days of baseball. So uh, nice to see them get back on the winning track. The 9-1 to win. They get at it early. They put up... Three runs uh, early in the third inning and, and ultimately end up having a th- five-run third inning as Bryce Harper, an RBI single-scoring McCutcheon. Reese Hoskins doubles in a run. Uh, JT Romito, an RBI single. Oduble, RBI double. Uh, two RBI double. As the Phillies put up a five-spot to back Jake Arrieta early. Cesar Hernandez adds another in the fifth. They're up 6-0. The only blemish on Jake Arrieta's record, he allows a sacrifice fly in the seventh. Andrew McCutcheon would put the game out of reach in the eighth with a three-run home run. Just a great weekend for McCutcheon in general. His base running is just exquisite. He is as professional and smart a base runner as I've seen in this city in a long time. Uh, It's it's apparent he turns doubles into triples. He scores when other people wouldn't. And in general, uh, we just don't want to miss to crediting McCutcheon where it's due. And McCutcheon had a great weekend down in Miami. But also just in general, this team, it seems all weekend, all season long, they've really had an edict to be more aggressive on the base paths. And it's worked out sometimes. And sometimes 
like yesterday when Bryce Harper was thrown out at the plate on the Hoskins single that he ended up going to second on the throw home, a single to left field and and Hoskins or, and Harper pushed it. And it was a close play at the plate. He was definitely out, but this team has certainly been aggressive on the base pass, and that has been something that I think is a, is a good thing because ultimately it breeds aggressiveness as a team and aggressive mentality. And yeah, you're gonna end up you know missing out sometimes as they did yesterday but other times you end up getting runs you wouldn't have scored you can't leave it to another batter to bring that run in so awesome awesome uh just aggressiveness from this team all season long and especially this weekend in miami and again not to uh, shortchange it his hundredth win of the career jake arietta just outstanding seven innings that one earned run five hits only one walk eight strikeouts had some swings and misses after the lack of swings and misses the prior outing jake arietta has been who saw it coming but uh you know after eflin's start on saturday you have to say arietta probably the most consistent starter the team has had through their full complement of starts this season and this was certainly his best outing and miami team that for some reason gave him some problems last year if you remember his first start down in miami last year he got rocked but arietta just really really on point on uh, Friday night, gets his 100th win of his career. And uh, so nice to see. Two, two second win of the season as well. Very did now two and one on the season. And just really did pitch crisp, pitch well, hit his spots. Again, the eight strikeouts is terrific to see. Um, and, and just a really nice outing in general from Jake Arrieta. Victor Arano comes in, just called up for a Dubrai Ramos. Two clean innings. Arano's looked awesome as he would come in again yesterday. And just be dominant for a couple innings, strike out four or five guys in the process. Just looked really, really good. Nice to see Victor Arano back and contributing. So that was Friday night. You're feeling good. You're saying, all right, baby, now that we got the first one, let's sweep these guys because this is a team the Phillies are clearly better than. And we have Zach, a.k.a. Cy Eflin, on the hill on Saturday. And sadly... Things did not go according to plan as the Phillies got walloped, just absolutely smoked. Very, It felt very similar to that 15-to-1 debacle in the sense that, you know, they just got pummeled and it just felt like it slipped and slipped away until it was just no chance they were going to win the game. They ended up going into the ninth inning down 10 nothing. ultimately scrounge up three runs, three very meaningless runs. But um, Zach Evelyn just didn't have it. Gives up two in the uh, second inning. In the third inning, six runs total for Zach Evelyn. Three, uh, four more in the third as he gives up back-to-back homers um, to Brian Anderson and uh, uh, Neil Walker. Not great. And uh, then uh, gives up another homer to Dean later in the inning. Just a, uh, a frustrating start from Eflin and not much better for Juan Nicasio, who comes in and allows four earned runs over three innings of work. Helps save the bullpen, which was actually really necessary over the, uh, yesterday's game that would go 14 innings. But this was just a rough one. And look, when the Phillies lose, I guess they lose big. You know, They're going to lose. That's the fun thing about baseball. It doesn't matter if you lose 10-3 or if you win 2-1, you know, it's all the same. So uh, it was a a terrible shouting, though, as they just got their 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 butts whooped. It wasn't even close on uh, on Saturday there. Just a terrible game to watch, especially after that 15-1 to game. You just felt the flashbacks coming. You're like, oh, goodness, I can't do another one of these games. This was just too much for me. And they just got just walloped. Uh, luckily, yesterday they come back and 
frustrating because the offense just goes cold completely after putting up a nine spot on Friday night. Saturday, they just go completely cold, end up putting up three, again, meaningless runs in the ninth, but really for the important chunk of the game, held scoreless by Caleb Smith and the Marlins' bullpen. And they come back yesterday, and they're held scoreless for a long time as well. Cesar Hernandez's run, the only run that would stand for the Phillies. Brian Anderson's home run, the only one that would stand for the Marlins for 14 innings, or I guess 13-plus innings until... Gene Segur would end that in the top of the 14th. And before then, though, Vincent Velasquez, a really nice outing, didn't give up a hit until that Brian Hernandez, uh, Brian Anderson home run in the six ends up going six innings, two hits, three walks. So uh, less uh, good than the zero last time, four strikeouts. Um, Wasn't dominant. Look, the Marlins lineup is bad. And I know they got to Zach Eflin the day before, but. uh, not, you know, it was a solid start from Velasquez. The fact that he gave him six innings helps. It's been a while since we've seen Velasquez go even six. So nice outing for Velasquez. Happy to see it. Only 81 pitches thrown in those six innings. So maybe could have gone longer. But ultimately then the bullpen would come in and throw eight innings of shutout ball. Neshek throws an inning. Adam Morgan only threw one uh, got one third of an inning. And, and I know Neris came in and got the next two outs. I didn't uh, like that. Move by Kapler. I, I don't know why. Adam Morgan's been the best reliever on the team, and he's been great against righties and lefties. I was surprised that he would burn him for just one left-handed batter there. Uh, I thought that, or right, excuse me, even a right-handed batter there. Um, it felt strange to me, especially as the game ended up going longer and longer. Luckily, the rest of the bullpen blew Ka- uh, back Kapler up and, and made that not an issue. But I, I did question that. As Morgan came in, got a K, and was out of the game. I was like, what? Why? Why? Adam Morgan is a beast. Uh, but Neris comes in, gets two outs. I didn't give up a hit, but gets out of it. David Robertson with two solid innings as we head next. Uh, Sir Anthony comes in again after pitching on Saturday in the blowout. Surprisingly, still able to give him an inning. Gets in a, a nice out there. Um, uh, three strikeouts in the inning. And then Victor Arano comes in. Two innings, six strikeouts for Victor Arano. He struck out every battery face. Only took him 25 pitches to do so. So just a uh, a dominant, dominant showing from Arano. That would be really huge for this bullpen. If Victor Arano can be something for this team, that would just be a um, – because, look, we saw flashes of it last year. There was a time where Victor Arano was just a, a beast. I mean, he held, like, the record for most consecutive innings, not giving up a run or whatever. He was great. So uh, if Arano can give him something, he's looked great so far. I know the spring training was horrendous, but he's looked good in uh, in real games, and that's what matters to me. And then how about this? Jose Alvarez comes in and gets the save. Not going to lie, there were some really hard-hit balls against Alvarez, one to the warning track, and then um, the double play ball, uh, a couple just hard-hit balls, but ultimately the Phillies able to get out of it. A 3-1 to victory as Gene Segura Wins it for him, uh, top of the 14th after an Andrew McCutcheon triple. Again, a brilliant example of, of McCutcheon's base running is that's a double for a lot of people. McCutcheon was going through the whole time, ran the bases perfectly, just gets in before the throw. Awesome job uh, with one out to be on third instead of second there. Big deal. Ultimately, didn't matter because Gene Segura takes a yard. One of those balls that just sneaked its way over the fence. But, hey, we will take it. Thank you, Gene. Thank you for ending that 14-inning marathon of a game as the game just kept going on and on and on. You weren't sure 
if it was going to end anytime soon and Gene Segura does it, Jose Alvarez comes out for the bottom of the 14th and you're not feeling great about it after what we've seen from Alvarez. Came in with like a 12-something ERA ultimately, as I said. Gets hit up pretty hard, but able to get through the inning with no runs allowed, a 3-1 to win. Just a really fun, fun victory for this team, especially, look, the Marlins stink. They're not a good team, but any baseball team can beat another on any day. Even the worst teams win 60 games or whatever, you know, 60-plus um, or or whatever, 50-something if they're incredibly bad. So um, uh, nice to see the Phillies show some fortitude yesterday after getting whooped on Saturday and responding in what was a long affair. Again, eight shutout innings from the bullpen. Can't go understated. The uh, clutch, clutch homer from Zagura, Andrew McCutcheon, just all game, putting the team in places where they could be successful, trying to, you know, uh, he's a winning player, Andrew McCutcheon, on, on all aspects. What a what a terrific signing he's been so far, as he has just been a just a brilliant player for this team, and we saw it this weekend, and certainly a, a big factor in them winning yesterday, three to one. In 14 innings, they are now one and one in extra innings this season. Obviously, the Phillies not so not so fair so well in that first extra inning game of the season against Washington. That Juan Soto was it or was it not a home run? This time, Jose Alvarez gets some redemption in the uh, in the uh, extra innings. There gets the save for the Phillies again. Just a really a big win. Look, yeah, they beat a team that they are better than. There's no question about it. The Marlins are not good, but. Um, it was a, a win that they needed and to go 14 innings anytime is tough and to keep holding on, especially on the road and to finally gut it out like that again, after getting just beaten so badly on Saturday, I thought that was a really nice win for this team, a formative type of win that you can build on and, and remember the feeling and build on it. So, um, awesome to see great job by the Phils this weekend. Take two out of three, nine and five big Big, 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 big series coming up as the New York Mets will come to town for a monster, monster series against the Philadelphia Phillies as the Mets have been playing great baseball as well. They are right there at the top of the division with the Philadelphia Phillies, obviously. And uh, again, lucky, not going to have to face Jacob deGrom, but still some pretty darn good pitchers that will be pitching uh, in this uh, three-game series before the Phillies will head back on the road out to Colorado for a four-game stretch. We'll dive into all that and more, plus a couple of other notes from the weekend I wanted to mention. Um, all that more coming up next. It's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back, Phillies Today. James Seltzer coming up in a minute. We will look ahead to this week coming up with the Phillies, a full seven-game slate of games. Their first full week of baseball, obviously, weather provided of the season. Their first seven-game stretch in the same week with baseball every day of the week. So that'll be pretty exciting for us Phillies fans. A lot of fun action. We'll, of course, cover it, all of it, right here on Phillies Today. But uh, before we get there, a uh, couple other quick notes from the weekend. I didn't think it was Gabe's best weekend. I didn't think he had a great series. I've I've thought Gabe has done a really nice job so far this season. But I mentioned the Andrew Morgan, uh, excuse me, Adam Morgan move before pulling him after only one hitter. That felt really strange to me in a game that was tied and could go long. It felt really strange to me. And Morgan's been so good against lefties, righties. It just felt like a weird spot to burn him there. 
Um, I know they had a deep pen for that game, but ultimately you do have Jose Alvarez closing it out at the end. So, you know, would have been nice to have a little bit more of Adam Morgan and maybe shifted it a little further down the line, but um, whatever. Uh, but in general, I just thought there were a few spots where um, Kapler didn't have quite the best read on the situation that he had had uh, earlier, you know, in earlier games. Uh, and um, in that vein, and this is part Kapler, part, Clentac, whoever, I can't stand the Andrew Napa still in this roster. I just don't understand it. I really, I, I, I am floored by it. Look, I get it that catcher is a position where you can't find guys who can hit that well all the time, especially a backup catcher. And guess what? Totally cool with that. I get it. JT Romuto's a unicorn. The fact that that guy can hit and play the position so well defensively that's a unicorn in the way baseball is today. But find someone who can play the position defensively. Andrew Knapp is a disaster back there. I mean, that pass ball in the seventh inning where he basically just threw his arm out for it and was like, oh, I didn't get it. Like, Romuto's body is behind that ball. Any catcher worth his salt is at least moving his body that way. It was just such an example of what Knapp does over and over and over again, which is not play the position fundamentally well. And then add in the fact that he's batting below 100. He stinks. He stinks from both sides of the plate. He's practically an automatic strikeout. When he worked that walk in whatever it was, the ninth inning that, that got the bases loaded for Omuto and didn't work out, I was floored that he didn't get out in that situation. I've come to expect Andrew Knapp to get out in any situation. He is a horrendous backup catcher. I'm sorry to be blunt about it, but he is just not a good backup catcher. And and I get it. We're talking about the backup catcher, especially with a guy like Real Muto who's going to play more than your average catcher. But Andrew Knapp just isn't good enough to be on a major league roster. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but it's true. He seems like a great guy. And maybe he's a great clubhouse presence, and maybe that's part of it or whatever. But from a skills perspective, especially defensively, where that should matter most for your backup catcher, just give me someone who's going to go out and handle it defensively every time he gets the call, the the once a week or once every four days or whatever it is that he plays. Give me someone who's going to play the position defensively well. That's it. That's all I need. And you're not getting that from Andrew now. All right, looking ahead. Big, big, big week. Of Phillies baseball first seven game stretch of the season as they will take on the Mets and then the Rockies really great pitching matchup to start this series off Aaron Nola obviously coming off all the uh consternation about is he okay the struggle so far what's gonna happen with Aaron Nola blah 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 would be a big spot for him tonight against Noah Syndergaard on national television and ESPN start seven o'clock start time. Nola versus Syndergaard. This is a perfect spot for Aaron Nola to come out and say, everyone chill out. I'm all good. <laughs> and, and it look, it looked like he was for the vast majority of that last start till he came out in the seventh and, and gave up those two homers. He was looking really good before then. We, I think it's right there. I think what Aaron Nola is just a, a fraction of a way from being back to being the Aaron Nola we love. And I think we're going to see it. I think this is a spot where he's going to come out against, don't get me wrong, an offense that's playing really well right now. But I think we see a really good start from Nola. I think the the moment, the competition, facing Noah Syndergaard, who's looked really good so far this season, 
I think this is a really good spot for Nola to come back and remind people that that he is fine and he's going to be all right moving forward. And and please, we need it as a fan base. Speaking of which, the tomorrow's game, seven oh five star Tuesday, we need it from Nick Pavetta. Even more as Pavetta, I think most people are at least somewhat calm on Nola, whereas Pavetta, it's a, it's a three, you know, we are, alarms are going off here. We are not feeling good about Pavetta right now, obviously, after the start. It's a nine plus ERA, nine four five ERA on the season. He's fooling no one. And a big spot here against Steven Matz, who's coming off a really nice start for the Mets. Um, man, Pavetta needs to run quick. And then luckily, the, who would have thunk it? We feel great about Jake Arrieta taking the hill on Wednesday, a, a day game down at Citizens Bank Park, 105 against Zach Wheeler, who's coming off a good start, but has also had some real issues this season as well, coming off a great season last year. So they missed a ground, but they get three quality starters with this Mets lineup, our Mets starting rotation. And uh, and then heading out to Colorado after that, we'll get Eflin Velasquez, Nolan Pavetta again against uh, a solid Rockies rotation. We'll dive into that later in the week, but tonight they face a, a Mets team that's played pretty good baseball and some guys in the lineup that have been hitting a little bit. Brandon Nimmo in center field is a nice player. Pete Alonzo at first base has been a absolute stud. Their top prospect comes up and he has just been raking from the jump and one of the best players in baseball so far. So we will get a firsthand look at Pete Alonzo and what he is and what he could be. Oh man. You think about it. It's frustrating. You got, we just saw a Nats team with Juan Soto and Victor Robles and, and Anthony Rendon, three young, awesome hitters just right there in line. And Trey Turner was even hurt. He's a really good young player too. Then you think about the Braves, and they just locked up Ronald Acuna and Ozzie Albies and Freddie Freeman's locked up. And this Mets team with a guy like Pete Alonzo there, um, this division's going to be tough for a while. There's going to be a lot of talent from an offensive perspective. Thank God the Phillies got Bryce Harper and they have Reese Hoskins and McCutcheon and Real Muto and all these guys. So Segura, the hero yesterday. Uh, Robinson Cano has struggled so far, but obviously uh, someone who could turn it on at any moment for the Mets. Michael Conforto is really seeming to finally be busting out. A really great hitter for them was a top 10 pick in the draft for them and um, a top prospect ultimately finally putting it together. Of course, our old friend, the Buffalo up there, Wilson Ramos, their catcher. He's been a good Hitter for them already, as usual, as expected. Jeff McNeil uh, as a, a nice young player as well. Ahmed Rosario, a former top prospect, one of the top prospects in baseball. And then J.D. Davis, a nice hitter as well. It's a really good lineup. Uh, somehow the Mets have put together a quality team. And um, no bullpen in the NL East has been really great so far this season. But the Mets do have the components to have a really good pen with Juris Familia back. And, of course, they traded for Edwin Diaz probably the best closer in baseball having him at the back end is certainly something that makes you feel somewhat confident in your pen but it's really been the offense that's really been the surprise of this Mets team and Pete Alonso has really been at the heart of that uh, they got a lot of nice players and Pete Alonso has been a star for them and they've put up runs and the obviously the starting rotation we're not going to see DeGrom but Syndergaard, Mats, and Wheeler can all be dominant on any night any of those guys and it's going to be a tough series. We've seen this Phillies lineup. We've seen the upside it has. We've seen the the big nights. But we've also seen that it can go somewhat cold at times. And um, that's happened the last couple games. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of get it revved up against a good pitching staff in a big series here in Philadelphia early in the season as uh, two teams at the top of the division squaring off here uh, for a big 
early April type of season here is a series here is uh the Phillies then go on the road and, and again, continue a, a large stretch of baseball. They will have the Mets again, the Marlins again coming up next week. So a lot of Phillies baseball coming your way. And we'll be here to talk about it all as uh, we'll continue to break down this Mets series tonight. Again, Nola Syndergaard, huge one tonight, fun one tonight. And then uh, the rest of the Mets series, and then Colorado and beyond. So thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.